You're listening to On the Record. Record. On the Record. They feel like they've been planning for this for years, um, so they feel prepared for it. Like the state and some other area towns, North Haven is seeing its debt service rise significantly in the next budget. So why isn't First Selectman Michael Frieda concerned? Today on The Morning Record, staff writer Bailey Wright joins us for a look at North Haven's budget. The increase in debt payments accounts for roughly half of North Haven's proposed spending increase. But unlike the state budget or town struggling to balance fixed costs, Frieda said North Haven is well positioned to take on its debt. Bailey explains. Today is March 26th. I'm Mike Savino, and this is The Morning Record. So we are now joined by staff writer Bailey Wright uh, to take a look at North Haven's budget proposal. Bailey, thanks for joining me. No problem. So uh, what do we see? What are we looking at with uh, North Haven's budget proposal? Um, it just went through the finance committee, as I understand. Yep, um, they just approved their proposal, and then it'll go to the public for public hearings. Um, so this year, we're looking at um, an increase of about 4.9% uh, from the last budget, the 2018-19 budget. It totals about uh, um, uh, $103 million, um, and that goes that's all town government spending. Also, the Board of Ed is included in there, as well as capital expenses. Um, so increase you are seeing in all those areas. Um, Right, and and obviously because we're working off a budget of about a hundred million to start with, uh, that that four point nine percent increase means it's uh, four point nine million dollars as well. Uh, it's nice when those numbers just uh, <laughs> are nice and round like that. Um, so, what's driving uh, this increase? Certainly, uh, you know, for for North Haven, I'm sure that's a sizable increase compared to recent years. So, uh, what's driving that? So, part of the increase this year is actually timing um, with debt service, um, which is based on capital projects from the past few years. Um, The first selectman has named the middle school building um, as well as the new police station, which is starting to be paid for, uh, even though it's not quite up yet. Uh, Also paving of roads, um, and I think I'm forgetting one other project, but basically the town has been seeing a lot of big projects happening. And the funding for that capital expenses is catching up now and we kind of have to pay it off. And at the state level, um, you know, and in even some of our other area towns, uh, when we talk about debt service, they've really talked about it in, in, in stark terms in that it's it's kind of choking out other expenses. Uh, it's really a problem that's sort of gotten out of control. Um, does Frida have the same concern with North Haven's uh, debt service? Not so much, actually. Um, And in fact, this year they're still proposing other capital expenses as well. So um, they, Michael Frieda, as well as the finance director at Swinkowski, they feel like they've been planning for this for years, um, so they feel prepared for it. And part of that preparedness is because the town is rated triple A, they've been able to collect premiums on past bonding projects, um, bidding parts of it. Um, so they expect to use those premiums to start paying off the debt service as well. So they don't think it'll have quite as big of an impact as it would without those premiums. 
Um, I don't know if Frida brought it up in, in his conversations about the, the budget, but what about Amazon? Does that seem to be helping as well? I mean, we saw that as a big driver for the grandless growth, and they're not even open yet. So I'm sure that's also making t- the town feel comfortable to take on these projects. Yeah, I think it does help at least a little bit, um, knowing that even though it's not even up and running, it's still helping with the grand list. They saw, I believe it was a 2.8% increase this year, um, which is pretty significant. Yeah, it's a lot more than a lot of our area towns. I think they were, what, second or third highest taxpayer, and and they're not even open yet. They were up in the top five. exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so they're hoping to see. Mr. Freed is very... He has expressed that he's very confident that those numbers will increase as yeah, time goes on. Yeah, because once they get operational, then you'll get equipment and, and vehicles in there as well. That'll be taxable. Obviously, it's it's still being built. So uh, right now, you're mostly taxing the uh, the real estate and the development on the site. Um, you know, aside from, from debt service, what are some of the other things that are affecting this increase? Obviously, that's not the full $4.9 uh, million increase. It's, it's about half of it. So what's uh, what's the rest of the increase coming from? Um, so some of uh, the majority of that is coming from various kind of random projects within the town. They're upgrading like the software in the town halls. Um, but that also comes from staffing in both the fire department and the police department. Um, it was approved for the fire department, or at least it was added into the budget for the fire department to um, gain two full-time firefighters who would start in January, so the funding is right now just for half a year. Um, And then they also included funding for four new full-time dispatchers, which are technically under the police department because they operate with the police, um, but also help the fire department as well, obviously. And and what about uh, you know state funding coming in? We've seen uh, some of we've seen a mixed reaction from our area towns um, based on Governor Ned Lamont's proposal, both in terms of the funding, but also in terms of the effect of the governor trying to get towns to contribute to the teachers' pension fund. Um, yeah, I think with a lot of towns, it doesn't look good. Um, but I believe North Haven, the Board of Finance, when they approved this budget proposal. Um, they, they, they said that the Board of Education, if those costs do go forward in the governor's budget, um, that they would be, they would have to be under the Board of Ed. The Board of Ed would have to take care of, I believe it was about $159,000. Um, so that will be something that at least the Board of Ed will possibly have to look into cutting for. And then the, the Board of Ed's budget overall, uh, you know, what are we looking at in terms of a spending increase and, and sort of have they announced anything new or is it just, as, as you mentioned on the town side, is it the same on the school side where it's just various things driving that uh, increase? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think it's mostly various, you know, small things that add up. Um, they're looking at a 2.9% increase. Um, from the previous year, and they've they're not doing any staffing changes or or really big projects so far that they've explained. Sure. So obviously we'll continue to watch this. As you mentioned, the Board of Finance just approved this. Uh, you mentioned the public hearing. What's the date of the public hearing? The first one is April second at and the town hall. Sure. And then do we know the timeline beyond that, or is it all de- to be determined depending on how things go? Uh, there should be another public hearing, I believe, early May, and then the referendum to actually vote on the budget is mid-May. 
And at the public hearings, the public will obviously have the opportunity to ask questions, express concerns, votes can be made to kind of amend the budget as well. Sure. So we'll obviously continue to see how this goes. Bailey, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Morning Record. If you like what you heard, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you know when new episodes are posted. You'll also discover all the other great content from the Record Journal's On the Record podcast series. Please give us a rating and review so that others can discover us too. Or cut out the middleman and just tell a friend or two. The opening theme was Ground Cayenne by The Good Louds. All On the Record podcasts are produced by RJ Staff.